podcast for the entrepreneurial, mindful and creative leader. I'm Jim Antonopoulos. I'm Damien Carolla. We're broadcasting from the beautiful George's Building in Collins Street, Melbourne. And this is Fearless. Um, hello. Hello, Jim. How are you? Yeah, I'm right. It's been a while. It has been a few weeks. It's probably yeah. been uh, a little bit longer for you mm, as well because I did the last podcast um, with Lauren. Mm-hmm. It was about two, three weeks ago. When yeah. was the last time we got together? Oh, it was well before that. So, yeah, right. um, it's good to be back in the seat. Um, but I like mixing it up. I like having, I think Lauren did an outstanding job. She and, did. Um, she did really well. Yeah, I, th- I think I like um, bringing different types of voices to the table, but maintaining our sense of conversation. Yes. Um, yeah, which yeah, is nice. Yeah, cool. How have you been? Uh, last couple of weeks, um, hmm, I'm learning the art of. Uh, rhythm so when you when you've got a lot of work to do and then giving yourself a bit of space just to sort of open up the lungs and have a a rest day that's that rest day it's not happening so oh, right, okay. I'm paying for it okay what about you why aren't you resting um, just cram too much stuff in and oh. no actually no I'll uh, I'll prep myself you know when you run a workshop or you're having some difficult conversations, yeah. um, you forget how how taxing some of that stuff can be the following day. So rather than just jumping straight into advisory work or working on a new venture, sometimes you've just got to force yourself to say, I'm going to have the next day off or half a day off. I think that's a really good topic for today, difficult conversations. Difficult conversations, yeah. I like yeah. that. Let's yeah, do how that. do you have them? What I are think, they about? I think that's a really good topic. And then um, I think let's dive into that because I've noticed and we've caught up socially outside. We don't just meet in this recording booth. But I have noticed that you've been quite drained after some very difficult conversations that you've had um, um, around the the business table. And I've noticed that, of course, as a friend. Um, I've experienced something similar as well over the last few months. Well, over the last couple of years as well. Um, Just having, you know, consecutive conversations that are, are purposeful yes but draining purposeful um, and draining so mm-hmm. how do we how do we do that stuff a little bit better so we look after ourselves and maybe the other people around us maybe well, yeah we have to look after ourselves first and foremost so we can enter because those conversations aren't going to go away but we have to enter them with the correct mindset don't we otherwise mm. we get rattled we get our back up we get fit we fear we're going to fear. We get pushed into a corner. We sort of uh, get angry. We get that heightened adrenal state that, we, that mm. kind of doesn't stop. So tell me. Uh, I know a lot of the conversations we have in business are confidential, yes. so we can't share a lot of, of course. Um, detail. But whatever you can share, what about them? What about difficult conversa- conversations uh, drains you? Uh, you know, I, I guess um, when you're having to have a difficult chat, it could be. Um, trying to fix a business problem, someone's getting anxious about, um, you know, uh, uh, a situation at work or, you know, or um, an underperformance issue, or it might even be that you need to step up mm-hmm. and, and sort of step up to the table. You, what, I guess what, what we tend to do, Jim, is we tend to build things up so they're much bigger in our mind than what they really are. And so let's say they're leading to a difficult chat. If I've got to get up tomorrow morning, and have a difficult conversation with someone um, around regardless of what it might be um, you build up a lot of angst Mm -hmm. around that so you'll take that into your sleep yeah you'll um, rather than resting 
and getting ready for the day, you'll drag that stuff into your sleep about all of these possibilities that might play out and you start to ruminate. And it's a, a human condition regardless of the context. So I guess my, my question is, is how do, we, how do we look after ourselves a little bit better so we can hold those spaces? I agree. That's really wonderful. And I think that is a great question to be asking ourselves every single, every single day. How can we look after ourselves a little bit better so we can enter those spaces, those conversations, with the correct mindset? Um, what are the little things you do? I, I, um, the first thing that you might want to practice or think about is it's really hard to go into lots of difficult conversations and or negotiations if you don't have a bit of self-compassion first. Now, we hear these words self-compassion and vulnerability thrown around, but for many people, they're quite conceptual. Yeah, they're just a nice narrative in a book or a podcast. Feel good words. Yeah, but we don't actually understand how they feel. So we need to kind of, I want to say that Joseph Campbell 12-inch shift from the head to the heart. And that means it's not just talking about compassion, it's actually practicing compassion. So there's no point in having a difficult chat with someone or a difficult negotiation or a difficult strategy if you're going to be really hard on yourself and hard on the other person. So we, the situation's hard and then we're hard. Yeah, doesn't work. And, and what that means is we start to judge them or we probably we're actually judging ourselves and saying, mm. I must do this better and they must understand what the context of this is. Yeah, And there, there's a bit of overlap there because in, in a future um, recording, a podcast recording, we'll talk about perfectionism. But there's a, re- there's a little bit of overlap there about um, self-judgment and those areas. But we'll stick to the topic of Absolutely. difficult conversations. Um, um, I completely hear you um, and I think those little things really matter. And when we spoke to uh, Reg Crawford, who's an ex-Australian, um, SAS commander and if you're listening to this episode and you haven't heard that interview we highly recommend you you chip away at that it's a really it's quite a long conversation we've had with uh, Reg Crawford but it really insightful but when we did speak to him he mentioned you know when he was out on duty um, in this, this sort of hot, toxic but also heightened sense of a reality <laughs> there's another way to put it as a commander he had to find lots of little things that he needed to do lots of little moments moments in the day where he could um, look after himself and and learn to meditate in short spurts to get his mind right and then get out into action um, and that to me was quite profound because when we do talk about uh, self-compassion and things like meditation and, uh, we think of oh, you know how, how the hell am I going to carve out an hour of my day to, to sit to meditate you know with the kids screaming downstairs yeah. and um, everything else that's circling and all the other balls in the air. But he, he that really hit home for me because he was finding minutes, just yes. a handful of minutes to yes. just stop and be mindful. Yeah, it's um, they uh, we might have mentioned it before, they call it a full stop in mindfulness practice, which is just finding five, ten seconds just to stop. Um, the The art of difficult conversation is probably probably something that you, you almost just have to repeat as often as you can um, and just notice when you're resisting having a hard chat with someone when you know you've got to confront some, something or someone or, or you've got to confront something within yourself so you might be procrastinating about having a hard chat and that just takes a lot of 
I guess probably probably practice and repetition and starting off um, by learning how to be uncomfortable and learning how to hold a space that causes a bit of tension within you and that sort of art of compassion Jim is um, is how you sort of soften up so you don't make everything such a big deal so it's actually okay to have a hard chat but that's not what we do we make everything a big deal this is a really big deal yeah and I then so what do you do you just you end up just throwing a lot of you know you, you're releasing a lot more ad- adrenaline or, or cortisol than what you normally would mm. so you, you create something a lot bigger in your mind so by the time you end up turn up having that chat you're you're already you know lost a bit of sleep and you've thought about all these random possibilities that put most of which really never eventuate yeah yeah what, what about you what's um how have you uh, managed that process when oh. you've had to have a hard chat with someone i've had lots of them and um which is practice in itself i guess i'm not i don't think i'm very good at them yeah. but i think i'm getting better i've done a lot of reading and uh, i've done the couple of courses and around the topic and I also think it's um I think the work is self-work you you can't read a book or do a course that will automatically make you better in that situation I I know a lot of people who who think they have are really good at um, having meaningful conversations and um, handling difficult conversations but geez I, I I don't aspire to to play the role that they play because I, it doesn't really look good to me yes. as an observer. Um, and just I read a lot about radical candor and yes. the, the, that that play. I've read a lot about uh, Ray Dalio's principles of radical transparency, um, which is which hints on uh, difficult conversations as well. And I think that a lot of that, my view, my point of view on that is that it's 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 intent is fantastic. But it's dangerous territory to think that, you know, reading that, doing that course, reading that book um, it prepares you. The work is self-work. The work is practice, uh, learning about learning a lot of self-compassion. You know, and you look at th- – that, that to me is – sorry, my first point to finish up. That to me is the, the work. When you look at all the guidance material around um, difficult conversations, you know, they tell you to be direct, be specific, um, watch your language, offer solutions, manage your emotions, be empathic. They get better and better as they go. But what people focus on are the first few. Be direct, be specific. That's dangerous. Yeah, I I think it's a really – yeah, I think it's quite silly. Not many people can do those well. Good people – some people can – but you know, being being empathic, managing emotions—they're difficult, right? They're difficult things to get right, and that requires a lot of practice. You know, Jim, um, when you say these words, be direct, uh, be specific, be clear—they're um, all going to well. Not not a lot of humanity in that. No. So no, no. it's easy for me to uh, shut off um, how my behaviour could affect someone else, in order for me to shut off. Um, you know, my empathy and my compassion, I've got to switch a part of myself off that is pretty unhealthy. And if I'm not aware of the impact a difficult chat is having on someone else, then mm. you end up treating people like crap. And we see a lot of that in executive ranks. Uh, we see a lot of that in business, how people treat other people like crap. And it's easy to switch off something. Um, you know, the, the ends justify the means. And that's, I think that's just really harmful. My, uh, as, as you're talking to me, um, I think the best way f- to have a difficult chat is to be yourself. And if you're turning up 
with someone in a conversation and you actually say, you know what, I'm really struggling at the moment. I didn't sleep very much at night. Um, and the reason I didn't sleep because I was really concerned about how this would play out for you. Mm. Now, isn't that a better way to have a, an authentic chat? Mm. Aren't you likely to get through as opposed to having you as an object and me thinking I've got to get an outcome because um, that's all I'm here for. Yeah. And, and I just think that's a really uh, – a lot of these guys that I see, I don't think they've, they've really got any clue as to how to do this stuff properly. Mm. And ultimately, isn't the art of difficult conversations more about how am I going to bring myself fully into this dialogue and drop my guard and say – I feel like crap, I don't really want to have this chat, I'm feeling a bit anxious about it. And therefore, you can open up a bit of compassion in the other person and you're likely to go somewhere and you're likely to get what you want. And and because it's not about me winning and you losing, it's about you and I are going to do this together. We're, yeah. not, we're, we're, not, we're completely connected in this. I think that's powerful. a much um, more intelligent, compassionate way to do this. And I'm just not sure that too many people are, are learning that well. I completely agree with you. I mean, I've managed a lot of employees over, um, in my time in my business. And, you know, if I just stuck to being direct and, geez, <laughs> yeah. if that's all I did, um, I don't think I'd be in business anymore. No. Um, you know, I think you're absolutely right. So, so I mean, if, you know, the... The thing about practicing is, you, the more you, 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 the more you can actually drop your guard and and just maybe talk about how you're feeling or what your struggles are with any of these difficult chats or momentums without having to run down these manic rabbit holes. You know what I mean? Like you're not sort of um, completely losing it and and you're not just um, being completely melodramatic you're still experiencing um what you are and and it's through that experience that you can start to have a bit of compassion for yourself and then you'll notice that if you want if you want to have compassion for someone else um you'll first notice that within yourself and then you can actually go wherever you need to go um and navigate any hard conversation or a hard chat but mm. even that itself becomes a lot more authentic genuine and and even a little bit more vulnerable because you're just being yourself. You're dropping your guard and if you're being yourself, I don't know if there's anything else more you can do within that negotiation or that dialogue. Mm. And sometimes I, sometimes being, being yourself or it can be used as an excuse for bad behaviour um, yes. or being too direct and cruel. Or passionate. I'm just or passionate. I'm just passionate. Yeah, yeah I've heard that um, crap. So that's um, just an excuse. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. Sorry, I've heard that used um, in a bullying context. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, there's no point um, giving direct feedback to someone just letting it hang there. Yes. If you're not offering any form of constructive solution, context, empathy, authentic opening, like you just stated. Yeah. Um, so I think being yourself is the answer, but it can be used as a really terrible excuse for poor behaviour. The question then hangs for both of us. How does one be themselves? And I think I might even begin that answer for us is, you know, discovering dif discovering your own values is a key thing for a lot of leaders. Yeah. If they discover their own personal system of belief, their own set of values that then they bring to the conversation, then the conversation sometimes can be with many people. You know, as leaders, we sometimes manage very difficult conversations with teams, not just one-on-one, -on -one, yeah. We, and values become very important in that context because then you're dealing with lots of different feelings and emotions and mortgages and all the, all the rest, yeah. Um, so I think the first thing we can do is really hone in on those 
key things that define the line in the sand for us uh, when it comes to values? I'm interested in your thoughts on that. Yeah, it's um, sort of this uh, topic of values can often uh, it often brings up some conflict, some tension. So when your values conflict with uh, what you have to do within a business setting and you feel that tension and um, it's like that other conversation where we can throw around values and mission statements but the real world is is that often we're going to be put in situations where there's tension and conflict between our values and what we have to do mm-hmm. you know so you might talk about integrity or you know uh, purpose or meaning but you're you might be find yourself behaving in a way that's uh, conflicting with those values. So I guess my question is, does that make you a bad person? Or does that just make you a person that kind of finds himself in sticky situations that you have to navigate as best you can and you're not always going to get it right? Mm. Um, leadership is about doing stuff you don't want to do. Yeah, so true. Um, you have a lot of them. How do you prepare for really, and you've had a lot of them over the last couple of weeks, I can tell. Um, how how do you prepare for a really difficult, what you think is yeah. and believe is going to be a really difficult conversation? Uh, Jim, I always start off with or try to start off with how do I want this to play out? Yeah, how do I want the person to feel? How do I want it to turn up? So if I get clear on how I'd like this to play out, I start thinking about things like I actually want that person to feel at least heard during that conversation I want us to walk away even if we've had a tense moment to feel like we've respected each other's dialogue we've respected the space I want people to feel like you know generally looked after Uh, and if I'm coming from that perspective then I can kind of let go a lot more Mm. so if I'm conscious and aware of the other person and I'm conscious and aware that how I treat them is pretty much reflective of how I'm how I view myself so I'm treating them like crap and saying, you know, I'm going to be really specific and clear with you and I'm just going to shut down uh, a bit of humanity in you in order to get this outcome. Well, that's just sh- shutting something down within me. Mm. I've got to crush something within me that's um, completely opposite to who I am. Mm. And, and people can do that a lot in business. We said a lot of that bullying, um, bullish behaviour uh, around enterprise. And you can't, you can't do that stuff unless you're shutting something down within you and... It's going to come out in other ways. Yeah. So, if I'm conscious of, uh, if I'm conscious of how I want a scenario to play out, then I'm more likely to achieve that. And I start to visualise how that person feels, how I engage them, how I greet them, my presence, my listening with them. And it's actually okay to have a really hard chat if I'm being compassion, presence and, and awareness but if I'm just turning up and having a hard chat because I need to drive an outcome without considering uh, the other person then I'm going to get what I create which is a pretty crap outcome and mm. I might achieve a, a commercial or a financial outcome but I know deep inside me there's there's something that just isn't right and it's something I'm needing to shut down which, which is probably going to make me sick if I keep doing that. Mm. And it makes a lot of executives and, and entrepreneurs quite sick. They, they just probably just don't admit it. Well, that's really powerful. And probably a good place to wrap up this great conversation about difficult conversations. Um, I'm going to go away from this chat thinking that I'm going to do some self-work and yeah, really, wow. really, really discover um, my own set of values but also how I enter into those and how I prepare for those uh, difficult conversations. Because they're... Great, yeah. they're um, 
their their business as usual standard they happen in every organization they happen to every leader we all have to walk into them we just have to learn how how we enter them um, and how they resolve don't we yeah that's that's a really good mm. reminder and and you're only going to get better at this stuff if you're really consciously aware of your, your behaviors and how they affect other mm. people and if you've sort of got that paradigm or that worldview you know what there's pretty much nothing you can't actually say to someone yeah so true so true fantastic thanks for the chat thank you jim take care